Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Travel Tips. And today we will be discussing the City of Light or the City of Love, depending on who you ask. Paris, Paris, the capital of France. And uh, I think it's safe to say that Jared and I are not necessarily uh, experts on France or Paris. I would say Jared has a lot more experience than I do. But we have been there, we got some opinions, and we are happy to share them with you today. So we hope you enjoy this Travel Tips episode. You get some insight on what to do, what to see, what to avoid, and some budget tips for France as well, for Paris, sorry. So without further ado, my buddy, what's going on, Jared? Hello. That's right. You know, the thing about the untranslatable travel tips is it's not all about just the cold hard facts of a city or the things to see or not to see. You know, there's a there's an art to this too. And I think that that's that's important. Uh first off, you know, let me hydrate myself with a glass of French red wine. Oh, there you go. But anyway, please everyone, before we get into it, spread a little love. Follow us on Twitter on Translatable One, the number one. Follow us on Instagram on Translatable Podcast. Chad, do you have any pictures from any times that you spent in France? I'll have to peruse Facebook and see if I can find some. But I, you know, I, I was thinking think so. the same thing. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. I've been there. By the way, Chad claimed I might be more of an expert. Let's be clear; he's right. <laughs> I've been there. What probably three hundred percent more than you. You've been there how many times? Once. All right. Well, do that math, everyone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been to France a lot, not Paris a lot. I've been to Paris a few times. Few is three. Can we? I don't even know. I assume it's three. Three I or think four. It's three. Like yeah, that. sounds about right. Um. And by the way, five star reviews. Spread a little love on iTunes and Stitcher. And you can you know hit us up on our email untranslatablepodcast at gmail dot com. Tell us where you'd like to uh, see us do a. Uh, Travel tips on. When I say C, I do mean C. I mean, you can hear us too, obviously. That's true. But C, because we're on YouTube. Absolutely. Well, Jared, um, let's get into it because there's a lot to discuss today. And, and so, so my experience so. in Paris, I went there for uh, six days back in 2013. No, 2012. So it's been a little while. And I'm sure Paris has changed quite a bit since I was there. And I actually turned 21, a little fun fact for you, Jared, turned 21 hmm. while I was in Paris. Did you have a good birthday? It was all right. It wasn't too bad. Had some really good French wine. Um, mm. Did a lot of sightseeing. Got lost a few times. Definitely got flustered by the uh, lack of helpfulness from the Parisians. Not going to hmm. lie. Some of that's on me, though, I guess, because I don't really speak very much French. So one early tip I would give everybody, if you're going to Paris... Learn some basic stuff in French because I think that talk that calf out of that heifer. I think that'll you know really pay a lot of dividends for you, and I just I've heard from people who who do speak French that you know Paris is a wonderful city if you speak the language fluently because you know you can get to know the locals a little bit and stuff like that. Whereas for me, the language barrier was definitely a problem in some cases. Like I said, I got lost. I eventually found my way, but it was not ideal. And the Parisians were not as accommodating as other other places where I've been when there have been difficulties. So just keep that in mind. Maybe my experience is just me. I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> wow, what? Chad. <laughs> just like a solid roast real quick. And yep. they're like, you know, listen, 
for me it's terrible and I hate this place and it's probably terrible. But hey, if you had a good time, good for you. There you go. Yep. Enjoy yourself. Spread the love, Jared. I spread a little love. Shout out to the clock. I don't know if I fully agree with you. Okay. That's all right. You know, I was thinking, I was thinking about it. And I don't know if it's Paris that I'm, uh, that I struggle with or it's the tourism I struggle with. Okay. Because I think it's fair to say objectively that Paris is a beautiful city. Absolutely. Gorgeous. I mean, that's, that, that goes without saying. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think it's it's the it, it, it not not it's it's not a problem it's not even the the city it's just it's like um, tourism on steroids. That's true. And it, it in my experience, and I've been taken around Paris by people that know nothing about Paris, by people that know stuff about different aspects of Paris. Like food, for example, my dad is a big food person, foodie, I guess you'd call him, but he's too old to be called that, I think, because his Instagram game is weak, even though he has an Instagram. No way. He, uh, he does? Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just doesn't post enough. Um, but, I mean, he's also, who cares? He doesn't need to. <laughs> Do whatever you want. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, it's the overwhelming uh, just tourism that's there and whenever i've gone by i've been taken around by natives people that you know are foodies as i was mentioning people that know nothing about paris every time it um it seems like the overwhelming amount of tourism can't be avoided especially in certain parts of paris partially on me by the way just throwing that out there because you were the tourist yeah but I think maybe if I don't think I've ever been to, to Paris, I've been to Paris a lot, but I don't think I've ever been in a situation where I've sort of been the lead, you mm. know. True I think that's Jared part of the problem. Hasn't, uh... But I've also gone with people like my family, uh, who you know tend to abo- avoid pure pure uh, pure tu- tourism. Sure. Yeah. The the just the stereotypical Eiffel Tower, Mona Lisa. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the Mona Lisa? I have not. I didn't make it to the Louvre. I did go oh. to Versailles, though, which is a little bit outside of Paris. We had to take the, the train there. But it was awesome. Versailles was really something to see. The gardens, the room of mirrors. It was really something else. Um, All right. But, yeah, there's, so there's a lot of great must-see attractions in Paris, though. Um, I don't mean to switch anything up on mm-hmm. you on the fly, but I want to do uh, a quick... You, start, you came in hot, and mm-hmm. I respect it. Um, we're going to keep that heat going okay, real quick. let's keep the heat on. And we're going to talk about the seven Paris tourist traps to skip. And we're going to have a serious conversation about okay, these. Okay, let's do it. And then we'll end with some positivity about Paris. All right. Because, once again, it is a beautiful place. It is. Spread a little love. All right, the seven Paris tourist traps to skip and what to do instead. Number one, I mean, what do you think? It's probably the Mona Lisa, right? No, the number one tourist trap to skip is going to the top of the Eiffel Tower. Okay. And I would agree with that. I would say going to the top of the Eiffel Tower is the number one thing to not do in Paris. There's a long line. Mm-hmm. There, you would, there's, there's usually only one elevator in operation. 
there is never not a line. It's the Eiffel Tower. Right. And it's not shockingly high. Yeah, you get a good view of Paris. But uh, if you have a computer or a phone, just go to Google Maps. It's amazing what you can do. You can walk through the entire city. Um, There's a good little budget tip. Don't even go. Just use Google Maps. Tourist trap number one, going to the top of the Eiffel Tower. I I think it is 100% worth it going to the Eiffel Tower, though. And I think it is... Yes, it's a tourist quote-unquote trap mm-hmm. because it is one of the biggest tourist attractions in the world. Right. But I think it is cool to see for some reason. Like, it's not, it's, there's nothing really significant about the construction of it. It's, it's not like, wow, this is like a pyramid. How did this get right. made? How was this put here? Right. <laughs> it's like, no, it's pretty clear how this is made if you're, you know, if you just, it's not like a artifact even though it's old i get right. that but it's like yeah I don't, I don't but i still think it's worth seeing there's something about I it i would also add jared and it's easy to get to very easy and i would also add though that you should see if the eiffel tower at so night so because they usually illuminate it mm. it's gorgeous yeah i've seen it uh during the daytime and also at night it was so gorgeous at night if you're there with a loved one very romantic little spot to sit down mm-hmm. have some wine or something I would agree. Jared would definitely agree. And the other thing I would avoid, too... It's a great picnic location. Exactly. The other thing I would avoid, too, if you're near the Eiffel Tower, is don't... They have all these little Eiffel Tower keychains and all this stuff. It's way overpriced. You know, I get it. I get it (laughs) that people want souvenirs, but I just would not buy a souvenir right there. No, 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 no. Here's a new rule at the Untranslatable Travel Tip Series. Rule number one, never buy a, a... a souvenir from a souvenir shop that's like a gift shop or tourist shop kind of thing. Yep. I would say that's rule number one. You can get it for a quarter of the price, probably on Amazon. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's rule number one at the Untranslatable Podcast. Forget the travel tips. <laughs> Don't buy actual tourist attractions from gift shops or tourist shops. Anyway, back to Paris. Mm-hmm. Tra- number two. Tourist shop number two. Now, this is a Seine, which is the river that goes mm-hmm. through Paris, dinner cruise. Okay. Yeah, that's obvious. That, sound, that's, that's obvious. that already just sounds expensive. Yeah, that's obvious. Don't, buy, don't get food on a boat, okay? <laughs> and that even goes for cruises. Don't go on cruises. Uh, we we can agree to disagree on that one. Cruises are great. But anyways, number three. Tur- tourist trap number three, going to the Louvre, Louvre just for the Mona Lisa. Yeah, there's and a lot that's of obviously amazing 100%. art at the Louvre, for sure. Now, the Louvre is gigantic, first of mm-hmm. all. And second of all, uh, you know, the old cliche about the Mona Lisa is not that big. It's a cliche because it's true. Right. And I've seen the Mona Lisa per- relatively closely. Definitely not worth it, especially since... You wait for hours. You get the urge the to want to... I didn't have to wait. Okay. But you get the urge to want to fight people all the time. <laughs> Just to see it. Because there's no such thing as personal space. Right. And it's, it is like, do you understand what art is? Like, this only reason you're taking a picture of this is because you happen to enjoy Tom Hanks in the movie The Da Vinci Code. Right. All right. Um, paying top dollar for a macaroon. Yeah, macaroons aren't fancy in, in France. No, definitely not. And you can get really good ones in the further out quarters of Paris. Uh, I was taking to one that was a bit further out. I forget what uh, quarter it was now. A McCafe is probably what you're thinking of. Could be. You never know. But uh, 
Yeah, so it, um, but yeah, you can get macarons very, very cheap if you don't go to the very touristy places right in the center of the city. Mm hmm. Uh, the next one eating along the Champs d'Elysees. Now, I'll say this they didn't, I don't know if they add this in, but the Champs d'Elysees is, you know, a famous road, giant, essentially shopping yeah. road at this mm -hmm. point, and club road as well. Mm -hmm. Um, leads to uh leads to the arc de triomphe now let me ask you this i'm not even do you think it's worth go i mean obviously eating along the champs Elysees. we're not amateurs here at the untranslatable podcast don't eat on a major tourist right at all mm -mm. um especially one like that as as um, uh popular as this one but is it worth walking down that street is it worth seeing the arc de triomphe i would say yeah I think if it's your first time in Paris, I would definitely suggest it. Okay. But I, I don't know what your thoughts are on that, Jared. But I would say, I mean, it's it's cool to see. It's great for people watching. Um, mm -hmm. And and I think the Arc de Triomphe is also pretty pretty cool to see. Whenever I went to Paris, I used to like to go to the uh, Virgin Mobile store, I think is what it was. Okay. It was essentially just a giant, like... Um, movie music kind of electronic store i guess yeah, you okay. call it a best buy okay in france mm -hmm. i don't know why the tourist trap number six rue de la houche no rue de la houche rue de la uh, i'll i'll take your word for it I, there's no way i can pronounce right. it anyways it's one of the oldest streets in Paris, but unfortunately, it's now just a glut of souvenir shops and crappy gyro joints. And here at the Untranslatable Travel Tips and Podcast, we say no to souvenir shops. That's true. Never hanging, having an authentic meal uh, in Paris. Never having. So um, it's a shame you can visit Paris without ever. You just have to. I think the thing about the food is, I think another kind of rule that we have here is avoid the quote-unquote city centers for the authentic meals oh definitely and also i think here's another tip i'm going to give with the authentic meals when you say authentic meal of any sort of culture at least have a broad understanding of what that means Absolutely. you know so know what you should at least just google it you know see authentic pictures and uh of meals and know that Great, any sort of cuisine from any country does not come from the city center. You mm -hmm. know, like I mean, I mean, obviously there's great You're food in these the places. Watered down tourist version of it for top dollar. Right, right, because yeah, that's yeah, that's just how 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 industry works, mm -hmm. and it's a shame. Yeah, but uh, do you have anything to add to that list, Chad? Uh, that's a good question. You know. I'm not really sure. Now, I would say definitely visit the uh, Notre Dame now. <laughs> I mean, come on. Right. You know. Slipping on yeah. gator piss. Uh, let's see here. Anything else? I don't know. I would say I would say walk along the river. And there's mm -hmm. also a lot of really great, like, artists. And, like, you know, obviously it's probably touristy as well. But for me, it was cool to just check out watching them paint and doing stuff like that. The cool thing about Paris is there's just tons of cultural events right so there's lots of great live music um you have you know art galleries other than the louvre as well um there's just so much uh, so many great things to do to see there and um 
Yeah, but I would say Can that say this cover, covers it. One thing, though, that I would definitely recommend is, if possible, mm-hmm. try to go to Paris with someone who's been there before or is a local, because at least for me, I had a lot of difficulties trying to get around Paris using the metro. Because Did you go by yourself? No. No. I had I had a person there with me helping me. Had had they have not helped me out? Did you hire this person? No, I was I was visiting my ex girlfriend. Oh 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 oh. Okay. So so she she helped me you know get around everywhere and everything. Um, mm-hmm. But the you know just walking now, around with her listen. it was super confusing trying to. It's not straightforward like at least the other cities we've covered. Berlin it's very simple. Prague it's very simple. In Paris for me at least the the metro system was really complicated. There's all these weird tunnels you got to go down and you have to know which tunnel and all this stuff. It's crazy. Uh, do you think the person you were with had any influence on your feeling on the city? Probably. Yeah. And I asked this because did you know, Chad, I know I'm sure you would never guess this. Paris is one of the top tourist cities in the world. I never would have known Jared. <laughs> um, it's so according to some website that I'm sure is 100% reputable. It is the number 3 tourist attraction as of 2018 I believe it was. Okay. And it had 17 points or excuse excuse me, 18 million international visitors. That it's 0.97. It's like, okay, I'll just say to, right. we'll really cut this down yeah. and then I'll tell you why I did it. Got to be precise, Jared. Do you know what two cities are in front of that? No idea. Just take a guess. One's in Europe, one's not. Um, maybe Berlin or no. London? Yes. Okay. And the other one's not. New York. No. Really? Okay. This is actually surprising. You won't get this, so I'll just tell okay. you. Because this is a travel tip. We don't have, to have time to dilly-dally. Bangkok. Oh, cool. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. So you don't seem to enjoy paris you seem to have had a troublesome time we'll say with the locals you seem to have a troublesome time with people that were living there that you seem to know for some reason or another um but i i do you do i know- will say this though jared i think the other th- difficulty for me was uh she was studying abroad and was taking classes and so during the day, I was alone wandering around Paris with the, mm. you know. That seems great. It's great until you get lost or until you need mm. something. And, See. you know, they were not really willing to speak English with me. And I made the mistake of trying to speak German with them. So also don't do that in Paris. That uh, won't make you any friends either. So, yeah. So my question to you is, would you be willing, one, to go to Paris with, say, someone like me, someone that you've experienced the untranslatable travel tips uh, in real life. <laughs> with. I, I will. I will say um, this. I think you are. Per- or would you be willing to go back by yourself? I wouldn't go back myself. I would only go if it was like with you. Okay, because I feel like I. I feel like it would just. T- I, okay, we'll we'll get to that later. The reason I'm asking this is because. Really, what I want to ask you is, why do you think Paris is consistently such a winner as far as tourism goes? Why? Why? I think, obviously, it's a lot of the sites and the attractions. You got the Eiffel Tower, Versailles, the Louvre, all this stuff. 
I would say France Disney. is a uh, France. I would say uh, Paris is definitely heavily romanticized in all sorts of different movies. Um, I would say that's another reason. Obviously, the history of the city. It's a very historic city. If you're a history buff, Paris is a great place to visit. Probably the food as well. I'm not a foodie, nor am I a good cook, nor do I have the more um, sophisticated palate like you or uh, one of our guests, Ravi, uh, on our regular uh, episodes has. But I've heard it is one of the best places if you want really exquisite cuisine. So maybe that's why. But it's also... Because it's such a gigantic powerhouse of tourism, mm -hmm. it's also one of the easier places to get, uh, I don't want to say scammed, because that has such a negative, aggressive connotation, but to get, just not to get that real goodness. Right. Um, so, all right, there's that. What are the, we're going to go through the most visited tourist attractions in the world. Not in the world, excuse in, me. In Paris. I was looking through the most visited tourist attractions in the world. The top 50. Paris had six of them. Oh, wow. Okay. The Eiffel Tower. Yep. Notre Dame. Yep. Shout mm -hmm. out. Sacre Cour Basilica. Paris. You know that Paris, that uh, church at the top oh, of the yep. hill? Mm -hmm. Musée um, de Louvre. Yep. Obviously, yep, the, the Louvre. famous Louvre, mm -hmm. Louvre Museum. Palace of Versailles, which is technically not in Paris, right. but... Anyone that's not f coming from uh, France would probably come into Paris to get there. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm claiming mm -hmm. it. Another one I'm claiming that's technically not in Paris because you can't get the kind of space in Paris. Disneyland. Where is that? It's just uh, slightly outside of Paris. Okay. Did you go there? Uh, maybe 30 minutes to an hour. No, no. These are. This is a. No, I'm saying. No, of course not. No, but by the time I was living in Germany, which is the first time I went mm -hmm. to Paris, first of my parents were like, "We're not going to Disney, you crazy?" And I don't know. I don't want to. I don't like Disney. Okay. No. All right. Fair enough. Don't even give. Me, no, I'm kidding. I don't hate Disney, but it's just not my thing. Right. I want roller coasters, uh, or nothing. Sure. I enough. mean, real roller coasters. Uh. So yeah, but yeah, no, it's slightly outside of Paris. Right. Sorry, I got. Uh, I was thinking about Disney. Um. And I uh, wouldn't probably want to go to why well, maybe I'd go to the Louvre Louvre I always say that wrong and I go to the Eiffel Tower okay the Sacre Basilica is cool for an Insta pick I guess okay. but I mean the actual church is nothing special and it's 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 I will say it was interesting to see there were a bunch of people that were like selling stuff mm -hmm. and the cops would come through periodically and all their stuff they would be selling would be on like a, a large let's say rug or essentially right. and they just wrap it up and walk away and as soon as the cops will leave they just put it right back out. Oh that's crazy. And I was like it's cute this game you guys play because right. everyone knows what's happening here. Sure, of course. Well, Jared, I think there's a lot of potential of great things to see in Paris, but you do need to be aware of things and, and you know, watch out for certain things. And the number mm -hmm. one thing I would say is, at least me personally, do not go to Paris without knowing some basic French phrases. I would say this oui, for oui. almost any place, though. I just think it's courteous. It's polite. If you want to be a cultured traveler, learn some words and phrases in the language Check out untranslatable. Bonjour. Check out untranslatable. Comment allez-vous? Huh? Comment allez-vous? Where, where do you where do you live? No. What does that mean? 
what's your name, I think? Okay. <laughs> Je suis Chad. Je suis Chad. Uh, Je suis... Nah. He's a Je m'appelle Chad, I I'm, think. But I am also Chad. Am I not? Yeah, but do people say I am? Like, you couldn't say Ich bin Chad yeah, you can. in German. Of course you can. Okay. You never, sure. You never, I don't you know. never heard someone. Anyways, we're getting off topic here. We need to. Oh, yeah. Maybe I have. Listen, I'm no French or German expert. So I'm not even an English expert. Let's be honest. Um, so let's talk about the hidden gems. Just a couple hidden gems, real quick. Okay. A lot of them are park based, mm-hmm. interestingly enough. Okay. A lot of park based. And I say that just because I want you to keep that in mind. As what they're, you know, this is what you're going to the most, one of the most expensive tourist cities for parks. <laughs> um, obviously, there are good restaurants, but I think for that, once again, I think my tip for the restaurants is know what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And I don't just mean that French people sometimes like tartare. Like, internet is good these days, and I would never dare give a food recommendation in a giant you know, city like that. Right. Yeah, me, me either. And I'm sure it changes a lot as well. And yeah. Did you did you try escargot when you were in Paris or France? No, I'm a coward, Chad. Okay. Yeah, me either. Did you? No, me, me either. Mm-hmm. No, I did not. Um, but yeah, what are some other hidden gems? So you got the parks. What else? Yes. Um, I'm trying to think. Now, I, now my, I, I just had it in my head and I'm losing it. I would say an interesting area to go to, and once again, don't go inside, but an interesting area to walk through is the walk from uh, uh, the where the theoretically from where the uh, what was the museum? I just said what it was. The mu- the, the uh, Sacre Cour Basilica. Oh, okay. That's what the I church. meant. The church mm-hmm. to like the Moulin Rouge area is interesting, and I think. Um, it's a it's cool to walk through, and I will say this: I did go to cool bars in uh, in Paris, but none of them were anywhere close to. That's the only thing with Paris, though. Like I don't know the names. I don't even think the people that took us there know the names. But it's just like like I, I don't know how to explain it, you know. But I also don't think it's worth it. Why is that? I think it's overpriced. Okay. I think if you want to go to France. There are a lot of cities that are way more manageable with similar, if not more, sort of legacies of history. Mm-hmm. I think there's places with better food. I think it's easier to find food when you're not in the big cities. And listen, we're talking about Paris here. So when we say big, you know, not as big Paris cities, I'm not huge. talking about like so I'm not I'm not talking about some like village that no one's ever heard of. Like there's like Nice or there's uh, Dijon, I've been there. Provence, these are real cities, mm-hmm. for example, in France that I've enjoyed very much. Shout out to my parents that cultured me as a child. <laughs> but I don't think, I think um, it's, it's to me, it's no different than almost like a, and I hate to say this because there is the history and it, there is a level of beauty to it just because of the history. But it, it's almost just like a European New York. There, I said it. Oh, wow. That's a bold statement right there. Very bold statement. It's just like it's just like it's so. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, let's let's move on and discuss a couple <laughs> other things of what to watch out for. So as I said, okay, I think the language Pickpocket. is important. Pickpockets for sure, especially in the metros. 
And the other thing that, yeah. that wigged me out big time when, when I was in Paris is make sure you get in everything, your backpack, everything inside the metro because when those doors shut, they shut and they don't reopen. So you have to be very That's careful. the same in London, by the is way. Is it? Okay. Just, Good to know. Mm-hmm. Good to know. In the tube. Right. And then as we've mentioned numerous times already this episode, I wouldn't suggest eating in uh, the tourist areas. I also would avoid any chain restaurants. I mean, if you're in Paris, try the local cuisine. Don't be, you know, don't mm-hmm. be going to McDonald's in Paris. You know, don't be mm-hmm. getting the quarter pounder with cheese, you know. So, uh, right? What? What's Pulp, that? From Pulp Fiction? No, I got that. I was playing along with oh, you. Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> Anyways, other than... You mean the Royale with cheese? That's right, the Royale with cheese. You didn't even remember I what it was. I messed it up. I messed it up. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, though, I mean, Paris, to me, seems very safe. Um, just, yeah, be mindful of pickpockets. And uh, do you think it feels safe? Yeah, I never felt... Yeah, you never felt. I, I don't know if I would agree with okay. that. I would say it's safe, but I'd say it it is um like it's not. Don't don't mistake it for like a quaint city though. Well, sure. You know? a- like if if you're if you're going back from somewhere late at night, I would say you'd have to be more aware of your surroundings than say Prague. I don't know, just a smaller city, a, a Homutov, for example. Sure. And and not even just a pitpocketer. Yeah, obviously, if you you know that's that's a you know, but. I think just in general, uh, no, I would say, I, I, I'm not saying that you're going to get murdered or anything, but I would say um, in, in, in any sort of general big city, mm-hmm. you're always going to kind of keep in more of an eye out. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't make yourself a target and uh, yeah, just be safe, be smart. Absolutely. So now, Jared, let's talk about where to stay because Paris is gigantic and there's mm-hmm. a lot of different options. Now, if you're going to Paris and you want to ball out, I would say I do. you should stay in the first quarter or the first, I just love this word, arrondissement. I don't speak much French, but I think that's right. And so the first mm-hmm. arrondissement is where you can find the Louvre. <laughs> just, just a heads up, I'm going to be saying that word a lot the, the next couple of minutes, so prepare yourselves. <laughs> um, but when I, when I come see you soon, you're going to be like, hey, come to my arrondissement. Yeah, you want to come hang out at the arrondissement? But yeah, so so anyways, the first one, though, is where you can find a lot of the big tourist sites, right? You can find the Louvre. It's in this area. Um, and it's just a great place as well if it's your first time in Paris and you want to ball out a little bit. Um, How much is a, like, well, a hotel? So a, mid, a mid-range hotel. So, for example, mid-range. you have Hotel Prince Albert Louvre, which is 130 euros per night. Uh, which really isn't that's not, that's not terrible. too bad. Um, now luxury, though. I mean, it's expensive, right. but it's not by no means terrible, especially for a, what I, sounds like to me prime location. Right, right. A lot, a lot of these though. It looks like the the fancier ones start anywhere from three hundred uh, a night plus. So, hmm. so just be aware of that. But it also depends on timing, of course. Which, by the way, hmm. Maybe look forward to the future uh, episode that has to do something with that. Just saying, I don't well, know, whatever. That's true. Throwing it out there. That is true. Think, keep that in mind. But yeah, so the first the first quarter or first arrondissement is great for all the famous landmarks, um, which is which is really awesome, and it's perfect if it's the first time you've ever been there. However, uh, voted the best neighborhood in Paris for food and restaurants, Jared, 
is mm. um, the 11th quarter or the 11th arrondissement, uh, which apparently this is the neighborhood for foodies located just outside the central quarters. And with cheaper rent, many of the city's up and coming chefs have set up shop in this area, generally catering to a more local crowd. Prices are relatively more affordable and the focus is more on relaxed eateries versus like stuffy you know, fancy cuisine, you know, in these tourist places. So, so that's really mm -hmm. great. Now, if you are trying to go to Paris, Jared, to party, because let's be honest, I know how much you love to party, especially going to clubs. You want to go to, I believe it's pronounced Marais. It's M-A-R-A-I-S. You don't pronounce the S, right? No. So it'd be Marais, I think. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there you and go. So, so, so this is a great place for bar hopping, um, there's a lot of different places that you can find every, everything from like secret speakeasies to very, um, um, chic, uh, cocktail lounges. So it's <laughs> very what cocktail lounges, Chad? Chic? <laughs> chic? How do you say it? <laughs> no, it's just, I've never heard you say that word ever. So, so yeah. Um, I will say mm -hmm. this. That's another good thing about Paris. If you want to get like, um, I, I think this is might be why it has something to do with why it's one of the uh, top European cities to visit every year consistently. And, and forget European cities in the world, mm -hmm. pound for pound, the LeBron James of tourist attractions is because much like LeBron James, you get everything in one, mm -hmm. you know? You get nightlife, and not just clubs, but there are legitimate cool bars mm -hmm. there too. Absolutely. You get sites. I mean, you get uh, multiple castles you get uh churches cathedrals everything. rivers everything all in one uh art some of the greatest art in the world you get food french people have a uh, good food or so i've yet to find it but i've heard they have good food uh crepes are good <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh and um they have uh, whatever else i missed they have disneyland right you oh, know they have everything and so if you're trying to get like a snapshot of what I guess Europe is, maybe there's no better city that can encompass that be than Paris. Yeah, could be. Could be. Well, Jared, you know, if you want to experience all this, how long do you think people should stay? I would say, here's the I would say a week. I think if you really want okay, to see that's everything, what I'm about to say. I would say a week. No, 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 no. no. I'm not even going to say everything. I'm going to say figure out what it is you're interested mm -hmm. in. And adjust your time, not adjust your timeline to that, but in, in focus on that and figure out how, like, what are the main points of that you want to see. But I would say a week too. But I would say that a week is doing a disservice because there's no way you'd even see all of the tourist attractions in a week. No. But if you, if you really want to get a good snapshot, I would say a week, definitely mm -hmm. no less than three or four days for sure. Yeah. What do you just waste? I mean, that's like a layover. Right. Right, yeah. Which, if you have Wow Arrow, that might have been your layover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I was there for six days and definitely didn't get to see everything. There was a lot of stuff I didn't mm -hmm. see. Did you have any good food? Not really. The food wasn't... I wasn't a huge fan of it. But, you know, um, the person I was visiting also isn't really much of a foodie. At least I, she wasn't at the time. So, so who knows? But yeah, stay there a week. You won't be disappointed. It's absolutely great. I got good food. Um, so yeah. Do you have any budget tips, Jared? I mean, the only budget tips I have for Paris is avoid the super touristy areas, which is kind of a common sense budget tip mm -hmm. for any experienced traveler out there. 
yes, I do have budget tips. And also, uh, I think we have a budget tip that we've discovered for like a new mantra for this podcast. Don't go to souvenir shops. Don't go to gift shops and buy anything. I mean, Paris is one of the greatest examples of that. Uh, be careful of your surroundings. It seems very nice. Everyone seems very uh, happy in Paris. But uh, you can get God easily. Mm-hmm. But also, soak it in. Like, it is gorgeous. You know? Absolutely. If 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 you if you disregard the, the tourist, if possible, you're surrounded yeah, by um, <laughs> culture. You know what I something I don't buy about the about Paris is the romance thing. I think, but I've also never been there in a romantic situation. Not until you and I go. You know what, Chad? I like the way you think, <laughs> and I take back my previous com- comment, and we'll revisit that in uh, a couple years, probably when we go to Paris. There we go. And I'm like, you know what? The Untranslatable Podcast is getting married. <laughs> that's right. Paris <laughs> would be the place to do it. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you have That'll anything else to add? I mean, really, you could talk about Paris for hours, but I would say the mm-hmm. key thing is do a lot of research online before you go. And check out a lot of the cooler stuff outside of the first uh, quarter. I mean, you can see a lot of great things there. Don't get me wrong. And you should visit it. But don't, unless that's what you really want to do. But otherwise, don't spend all your time in that one place. I mean, we've said this on a lot of different travel tips is that the beauty of visiting these places is to branch out and really get a good view of the entire city. And you can't do that if you're only in the um, the first quarter. I agree with you, but it's sort of like when we talk about, as you mentioned, we mentioned this with any big city, but it's like you can see the quote-unquote tourist attractions. I mean, Paris will take a long time just because how many there mm-hmm. are. Find the tourist attractions that interest you. But then, for example, I lived in Philadelphia before I left, but I lived in the neighborhood of uh, Northern Liberties, quote-unquote, fish town, which is like right outside of the major city and just within that there there was a whole sort of scene and culture going Mm -hmm. on and so you could theoretically see the sort of the the hot spots and then leave and experience the actual sort of bar or club culture outside of the actual city and i think uh paris is the same thing absolutely you know i actually went to one of those you know if you guys listen to the untranslatable podcast outside of travel tips, which you obviously do, you'll remember a recent episode about teacher horror stories. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mentioned a teacher that got into a little bit of a tizzy and ended up uh, hugging a pole outside of a club. That club was off of the Champs-Élysées. It was a cool experience to go into a club off of the Champs-Élysées in theory. It was cool to be there because I was surrounded by people my like my college friends in paris just that sort of feeling mm-hmm. in my head is like this is crazy right but outside of that nah it's not worth yeah. it it's not worth it you're going to be the person that got drunk on the Champs-Élysées street or you're just going to have it's just going to be like a generic club experience and i think that you can experience you just have to f- find the city that most interests you I, or excuse me not the city the sites the, the things to uh, do d- how do you say it give it to me again arrondissement there we go. Thank you. Who feels good saying that? Arrondissement. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's all I got. Right. I'm sorry. So we hope I'm coming in. We hot. hope this has been a helpful episode for you all. As we mentioned, we are definitely mm-hmm. not. I feel like out of all the travel tips we've done so far, other than the Philly one, although I knew Jared had that one covered, 
Um, I'm definitely not an expert on Paris, but it is a beautiful city. Definitely worth a visit. Let us know what... But I'll say mm -hmm. this. I enjoy that it's like a sort of a tourist city that everyone is aware mm -hmm. of. And we've both been there at least once. And I think it's fun to do travel tips where we give our opinion on it. And I think it's also fun fun and useful to not always do a travel tips that's just like, oh, it's wonderful. See this, this, right. and this, and you'll have the greatest time in your life. That's true, because it's not always very realistic of how, how traveling really is. But anyways, mm -hmm. let us know what you like about Paris or what you enjoy doing or seeing there at untranslatablepodcast.gmail.com. Mm -hmm. Uh, or you can slide into our DMs on Twitter if that is your preferred mode of communication, Untranslatable1. Check out our Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast, and also our website, untranslatablepodcast.com, for all sorts Spread of great stuff. We really appreciate it. And lastly, please let us know what we can do to make this podcast better. Give us reviews. Five stars are the uh, appreciated number of stars on um, iTunes and Stitcher. So we hope you've enjoyed. And as they say in Paris... Uh, au revoir and as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast uh, Bon voyage Yakuyame, a muchas gracias